0: What, 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 The Conspiracy Farm. Ladies and gentlemen, locked and loaded for another episode of The Conspiracy Farm. Jeffrey Wilson, as always, riding shotgun with my partner in crime, UFC, All of Famer, Pat Militich. How are you doing today, champ? On the road, Pat Militich.
1: I'm doing good, Jeff, and it sounds like you're in a much better mood
0: today to do the podcast. Yeah, it's kind of funny, man. I had a couple people like, dude, what was up with you the other day? And I, and I literally, and I want to apologize, the two episodes ago, even the last one I was cussing a lot, but the one, two episodes ago, I was just out of control. I, I mean, I literally, I was talking to myself before the show. I'm like, Jeff, you really probably shouldn't go on air. Something's up with you right now. And it was really just everything, the serious stuff. It was just, it really, really got to me. So I, I apologize for dropping too many F-bombs, but... um, I was I was I was I was pretty upset that evening but um today we're definitely this is a
1: very positive this is a very positive podcast today so yes. we, there won't be any need for any f-bombs we're gonna have a very pleasant conversation with our good friend Tim James
0: absolutely unless I'm like get your f in sleep we might go there but no like you said our, our resident health guru who we have back often uh his products are absolutely amazing he's the CEO the El Jefe of uh, the chemical free body and he is joining us today Mr Tim James how are you today sir
2: Fantastic, guys. Fantastic. Glad to be here. Glad to share, as always.
0: Yeah, it's always good to have you back, man. I um, you know, you've been kind enough to share some of your products with myself and Pat and like I I really um I can't be thankful enough, man, that from, from the gut stuff, you know, we talked, we can get into it again, how important the gut is, to the awesome greens that you sent out, the, the alpha dude, holy shit. It
2: oh, le- there it went. That was a, that oh, was a <laughs> minute, and ten seconds
1: here.
0: broke it. Holy feces. The alpha dude. Yeah, man. It's, it's good stuff. What have you been up to, man? I mean, I mean, you're obviously very, very busy. Any any new information? Obviously, new information report. What have you been up to, man?
2: Oh, you know, just uh, lots of cool stuff. Setting up systems to be able to help people. Um, continuing to refine the process and simplify so that we can meet people where they're at in their busy, crazy, hectic lives. And just slowly and gradually transition them out of illness and sickness and tiredness and brain fog and get them back to you know feeling like a human being again where they can function and be a leader in their family and their community and um we're very committed to this uh mission there's just so many people out there suffering today with yeah. with health issues and and uh actually you know the the foundation for what we do is to really promote um people finding their passion right because like, like 71% of people are just going to work to punch to get a paycheck and they have they're completely disconnected at work yeah that's a sad thing when you're spending half of your waking life doing something that you don't even like i mean that is very depressing and so what we want to do is what we're good at we've helped transition ourselves transform ourselves so we teach people through health how to get that spark and that vitality back get their brain and their mental clarity back so that they can go find out what they're passionate about if they don't know and then freaking go do it so they can be happy and be a contributing member to our society. So that's what we've been up to. And we're having a lot of fun.
0: I mean, you're killing it. Absolutely. And something, something that's a huge component is, and you just mentioned this, it, I mean, there's no real silver bullet per se. Everybody is different. So like, it's interesting that your job having to kind of cater your program, if you will, for everybody's kind of different lifestyles and, and body types, if you will. I mean, it's kind of speak to that, how you kind of have to cater each of your programs for the individual.
2: Well, as far as the catering goes, that is kind of the secondary piece. Um, initially, up front, what we do is we work on the foundational stuff to get people transformed. And, and just for the people out there listening, if you're a first-time listener, you know, it wasn't seven years ago, a little bit more than seven years ago. Um, I was age 37, and I was 38 pounds overweight. I had a big, fat gut, a double chin, skin issues on my shoulder and my knee. I was fatigued. Um, I wasn't sleeping well, which we'll be talking about today. Um, I was taking Tums and Rollies like crazy because I had acid indigestion. And what I found out later is I had what was called leaky gut syndrome, where you get these little tears, microscopic tears in your intestinal tract, and then undigested food particles and microbes get into your bloodstream, which cause inflammation, which lead to thyroid issues and just all these diseases. And everybody, you know, ninety percent of people are dealing with that. And um, you know, my friend got cancer. We went to the Hippocrates Health Institute. We learned about detoxing and cleansing toxins out of the body and putting good nutrients in and I transformed myself and I lost like 27 pounds in 60 days within uh, 90 days I dropped 38 pounds and I've kept it off now pretty much and I've wavered a little bit here and there but and it's been it's been over seven years so we live it we breathe it we've done it ourselves we've helped well over 500 people transform and um, you know what we're up to now is basically just getting back to the foundation and the fundamentals for people. Because in the beginning when I started doing this work, I would I was like, oh my God, you have to like, you have to go plant-based and you have to juice twice a day and buy this juicer and do all this stuff and grow sprouts. And people got excited because I was so excited and my skin, it was literally glowing and, and my wife's skin was glowing because we transformed ourselves, but it just wasn't sustainable for people. And after five years, I realized I had to make it easy. So what we focus on guys now It's just getting people to do the basics, which we know they're not doing. Number one, drinking water. People are not drinking enough purified water. We get them to chew their food until liquefied, a big thing. Uh, We get them to avoid drinking liquids with meals, game changer, absolute game changer for digestion. And then we get them to do a little bit of breath work, um, nine deep breaths to a five count in and a five count out before they eat or anytime they're stressed out to put them back into rest and digest mode so they can actually digest their food and eliminate stress. And those are foundational things that, you know, I, you might be listening to this today and go, oh yeah, I've heard about drinking water and chewing my food and blah, blah, blah. But the difference between doing that and not doing that is planets apart, right? And I'm telling you, I've done this with hundreds and hundreds of people. And when we get these foundational pillars of health in place, these rituals, people's lives transform. They transform. And this is before we even introduce supplementation and cleansing. Sure. So anyway, so we like to meet people where they're at and we like to start them off with simple things that they can do and, um, give them little tips, um, so they can start getting, you know, baby steps basically. But those baby steps month after month after month, I mean, it's like these people take off like a rocket ship and their energy comes back and their mental clarity comes back and they get motivated and now they want to go work out and now they want to go to the gym and now they want to start eating better. So we just, we're kind of the people that come in and help them support them and get that spark going inside of them again and get that flame burning of, of health and vitality. So then, bam, then they can go out and do what they're passionate about. And that's what we're, we're passionate about.
0: And then you, we do have some new listeners. Um, and you've been on several times, obviously. Talk to us, if you don't mind, because it was actually really mind-blowing to me, the role of gut health and serotonin production. We always think of our brain as like the serotonin producer. I mean, talk to us about that, man, how huge gut health is to our overall you know homeostasis if you will
2: well it's a it's a a big deal it's a huge huge massive deal so the way i look at the body is i look at it like a car okay and if the if you're driving your car down the road and the check engine light comes on what do you do you don't keep driving it because if you do you know you're going to have a huge expensive repair bill or it's going to break down and leave you stranded okay so the metaphor is for your body you're, you're going through life, you're driving the car down the road, you're taking your body through life and then all of a sudden you have a check body light come on. It would be like the check engine light for the car. You're overweight, you're fatigued, you can't think well, you have cancer, you've got, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, like skin issues like I had like um, eczema, psoriasis, these types of things. Maybe you have gut issues, irritable bowel syndrome, colitis, Crohn's, diverticulitis, diverticulosis, all these crazy terms, you can't sleep well. These are all checked body lights, right? now. What do we do, though, as humans? We just keep driving the car. We don't stop, right? We just we watch a, a freaking commercial, and, and somebody looks like crap, and they're like, oh, take this pill, and then the next day, they see them dancing through the tulips in their, their well, because people don't have time. They don't think they have time to invest in themselves. They don't want to stop. Change, they don't want to change their diet. They don't want to change their life. They just want a pill, and then go back to what they were doing, but it's a recipe for disaster, because eventually, that car is going to go off the road and it's going to hit a telephone pole and they're going to crash and then they're going to find themselves in the hospital and then they're going to get more drugs they're going to get cut they're going to they're not going to have a good life and what are they doing your your health does not only affect you it affects you, everybody around you your friends your family and your community so it's just we're dragging ourselves down because we have we're under this illusion that you really don't have to pay attention to this stuff. So what we do is like, no, look, if you have a checked body light on, that's a warning sign. We've got to get you into the shop and we have got to clean the car. We've got to change the transmission fluid. We've got to flush out the engine. We've got to change the spark plugs, change the fuel filter. And it's the same thing with the body. So what we believe is the first step to doing this is cleansing. Cleansing is number one, which is gonna lead to the, the gut health, what we we're talking about. We have to clean the, the, the cells in the gut. So water is why water is so important because your body's mostly made of it, and that's going to help start flushing all that crap out and all the toxins and all the you know processed and cooked foods that accumulate in your digestive tract. So we got to get lots of water in the system, and then we have to clean the digestive tract. We have products for that that are very gentle that do that. And then after that's clean, then we have to start putting in the good nutrition, right? Which is the fuel, and then we start recolonizing that bacteria in the gut, which represents around 70 to 80% of our immunity our immune system, which is basically our defense from everything on the outside, viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, parasites, all these things, our bacteria is our protection. It's like a shield and it's wiped out with chemical toxicity and stress and poor food choices. So most people's guts are completely jacked. There's hardly any good bacteria in there, and they've set up an internal terrain to breed the bad ones. So, you know, by cleaning them out, putting good fuel in, and then recolonizing with probiotics, people are probably familiar with this. They just have to be careful because a lot of the probiotics in the market really don't do a whole lot. And if you think you're getting probiotics from yogurt, unless it's like a hand homemade, you know, coconut or almond yogurt or something like that with good bacteria. Most of that stuff is just dying in the stomach acid anyway, so it's a joke. But uh, can, let me ask you a question
0: real fast. On, on, I heard yeah. about tequila. I heard drinking tequila, obviously, in moderate amounts is good because it's a probiotic. Have you heard anything about that?
2: I think I heard some of that in passing, but um, no, real I fun. don't drink anymore, so sure. I, I don't know. I mean, I have sounds no idea. Like, Typically, sounds alcohol like
1: kills like alcohol kills it, so I don't know. What do you say that? Well sounds like a, it sounds like a good excuse to be an alcoholic on tequila.
0: Right, exactly. My like gut I'm drinking it for my gut.
2: Hey, you know, I, I don't know guys. It, it might be a better way to go. you have to, it's all about Well
1: principles. explain Yeah, explain explain how um, gut health um, is so important in reducing and eliminating not only inflammation throughout your entire body and people only people only understand the inflammation um, like I had in my joints and muscles um from from eating you know processed foods and and the, the, the genetically modified grains and all that sort of stuff but also um, how it ends up affecting mental health and we see the crazy thing is a lot of people don't even realize it that processed foods are causing mental illness um, a lot of times and people people try to discount this the naysayers say no that's that's ridiculous but it's it's the truth where um, when I started posting results about not eating processed foods, not eating wheat and soy, um, and what was happening to my body and and the inflammation going away, my arthritis disappearing, all the other stuff where people started talking about their children that had, um, autism to ADHD, all these other things that was eliminated by taking their kids off, off processed foods and, and off of, off of wheat and soy. So try to maybe help people understand how, Not only the inflammation in the body the joints the muscles but also uh, mental health sure so what we have to look
2: at is like the the body is not compartmentalized it's a one unit deal your body's all connected just like all of us are all connected in this ecosystem with all the animals and the plants it's it's kind of a you know if you look at the earth and you pan back it almost looks like a cell and the rivers look like veins and, you know, and there's the, and then we become like the little viruses and bacteria and mold and all these things that are, that are there. Right? So when you go into the human body, it's the same thing. So if you have inflammation, um, number one is water, right? So if you have inflammation in, um, in your body, the gut, what you can do is, um, it's, it's got it basically an acidic terrain, right? Because you're, you're not drinking enough water. You're, you've been eating, like Pat said, these processed, um, chemicalized foods that have destroyed your gut, um, that are destroying your brain because there's that gut-brain connection we'll talk about. So, I think as far as inflammation goes, um, when you when you focus on the gut, it's, it's not just the gut because it's everything's connected. If we just focus on, you know, the entire body, but we start with the gut, and that all happens with drinking the water, cleaning the digestive tract out and removing all that acid, right? All that acid buildup because people don't realize that if you're not drinking enough water, the first, your body still needs water. Your brain needs water for processes. Your, your body, your digestive tract needs water for digesting foods. And where does your body go for water? First, it goes to the colon. So then it takes water from the colon, which is your waste removal system and it becomes dried. And then the fecal material starts impacting month after month, year after year, and then you get this, you end up with about 10 pounds of crap in a five pound bag. That's what ends up happening. And then eventually it goes past that little, that little valve called the ileocecal valve from the colon to the small intestine. And then we start polluting and acidifying our small intestine and that's what happened to me. And then you get that acidic terrain and then you get these microscopic tears and holes in your intestine because you're in an acid environment. And that's inflammation guys and then it gets into the bloodstream then you have blood your blood basically is um in there's inflammation systemically or internally it's basically what it's called and um it, it's just a vicious cycle so the simple answer is to drink a lot of water clean out your digestive tract and your pathway of elimination and then rebuild it with good bacteria those good probiotics. And um, and then you're gonna your then your stomach and every, your your gut is gonna be not your stomach but your gut's gonna be more alkaline and it won't set up a terrain to house those harmful organisms, the viruses and the bacteria, and the mold, the yeast, and the parasites. So that's important. And then we have this, there's a nerve that runs from the, the intestines up to the brain called the vagus nerve, and that's where that gut-brain connection is, and most of the serotonin in our body is actually supposed to be produced in the gut. And we know that serotonin is that happy juice and, you know, we want to be happy, right? That, so if your gut's jacked up, how well is it going to produce serotonin? It's right. not, right? So that's why we have to get our gut and we focus on gut. We focus, focus, focus on that because we try to help people heal themselves from the inside out. Like women out there that might be listening, if you want to have beautiful skin, you focus on the gut. Guys, you want to um, compete at a high level and be able to outperform your competition, you focus on the gut. You want to be a healthy mom and a good example to your kids or a healthy dad, you focus on the gut. It all, because it, it's going to make you happier, you're going to feel better, you're going to just everything works better because the internal engine is clean, it's lean, it's greened up with good nutrition, and it's got all this bacteria in place, which should weigh about three to five pounds. Now, think about that. Think about picking up a five pound weight, how much that weighs. That's how much good bacteria that you should have lining your intestinal tract. And um, a lot of us just don't have that today. So, um, It's really important for mental health because of that gut-brain connection, and um, I see so many people. As soon as we get their gut cleaned out and we start reestablishing the bacteria, the brain fog just it lifts Mm. and it goes away. So it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. But again, water. I can't I can't impress everybody enough how important it is to drink purified water on a daily basis. Sitting here,
0: sitting here, pounding water as we speak. You know, nothing
2: better for inflammation than water
0: something you mentioned and it's I think this is very true I mean there's there's such a huge element of of our personal responsibility and role in this whole thing obviously I mean I see people who honestly will take better see an engine light on their car and take better care of their in, their car than they would their human body so what I mean t- talk to us about how huge I guess the discipline the, the individual discipline is in just changing these habits changing these behaviors. You know, you could easily like, hey, I drank water for a few weeks. My gut's cool. Now I'm going to go back to freaking Big Macs or whatever. I mean, help us to understand how this is like really obviously a choice we have to make, but how this has to be like a lifestyle alteration.
2: That's the word right there. That's what we teach people. This isn't like take a pill and tomorrow you're to your better program. Um, and We're not doctors and we don't claim to be. I'm just a kid that grew up on a farm. I hunted and fished. I ate a lot of meat. I ate the standard American diet. And at 38, 37 years old, I was a fat dude. And I was inflamed and I had a lot of health issues and I was heading towards a not fun life. And I was literally living an example that was very poor for my children to follow. And reflecting on that, really, I'm so glad that I, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that my friend got cancer. I am because by him getting that. And we go into that institute and learning all this stuff, it changed my life. You know, he's thriving today, by the way. Supposedly, he should be dead by now. That's awesome, man. And he just went to the doctor. I just actually ran into his wife um, at a local healthy homemade handmade food uh, restaurant deal downtown Portland. And I was like, Judith, hey, what's going on? And we were talking and she's like, oh, yeah, Charles just went to the doctor um, yesterday and got his blood work back. And she's like, it's really good. It's really good. (laughs) This is like... This is like going on eight years after the diagnosis of this incurable cancer, right? But he right. took charge of his his life and he created a lifestyle, right? He created a lifestyle that it um, that, that keeps him well. That's, that's I mean, that's basically what it boils down to. It's about the lifestyle. So are your,
1: are, Tim, are, you, are your children vegan? Uh,
2: no, um, and I think that's because um, um, we live, you know, um, I, I had a child, i separated with their mom a long time ago and then we split time with them and they were in different homes and then um it's a long story but you know they're coming around now because instead of me trying to jam it down people's throat like i did for five years this was before i even got in the business because i'm like look people it's like charles had freaking cancer we did this he healed himself i had all these issues it's gone why won't you do this well because i i was so excited and then all the people around me i was too close to them and a lot of them thought I lost it. But <laughs> after a while, the results started speaking for themselves and a lot of them came in, but the way I was doing it was it was too confusing cuz I you know when I do something, I do it freaking 100%. I was doing this to to buddy up with Charles cuz I thought he was going to die, so I said, "Dude, I'll go all in on this deal." I mean, I would have never thought in a million freaking years that I would have eaten only plants. I was the biggest meat eater in the world. I even thought vegetarians were weird people. You know, I thought they were I didn't I didn't know well, well let's existence. let's be honest Tim, most of them are yeah yeah well I was crazy for five years <laughs> I, I I'm messing with you of course well I mean some of them are so like, if you're gonna make some transitions in your life I'll tell the listeners right now leave your family and your friends out of it and do it very quietly you know depend especially depending on your relationship with them just do it quietly and let your results speak for your for the for themselves and then they'll come to you when they're ready and then just give them ba- basically turn them on to other people, you can send them to our website, there's a lot of people out there sharing this stuff, and um, let them just discover it that way, because if you try to push it on people, they go the complete opposite way,
1: they really do. And obviously, people that are listening to this are going to be very excited about, you know, looking at chemicalfreebody.com, looking at, you know, all the different videos that you've got up, a lot of educational stuff on there, and, and researching your products and stuff. and. Um, you're you're planning on doing some sort of giveaway, aren't you?
2: Yeah, I was going to do that at the end, but I'll do it right now. Thanks for reminding me. So, if anybody would like to, we have uh, our Ultimate Gut Cleanse Manual is a manual how it's basically how I healed myself of leaky gut syndrome. It's a detox manual um, to get all the the chemicals and the toxins out of your body and repair um, your gut for weight loss and maximum energy and vitality, whether you're an athlete or a mom or whatever. Um, we. We sold that with our coaching program for $197 for years. Um, I just dropped the price to $37.95, and I'm going to give that away for free. Um, if if anybody wants a copy, that's listening to Conspiracy Farm, just send an email to info@chemicalfreebody.com. That's info@chemicalfreebody.com. We will send that to you uh, gratis or free, complimentary, however you want to structure that. And then um, also, I want to do an extra bonus today. If anybody's interested, they want the manual. We're also going to give away a free 30-minute health history with myself or one of our coaches. I've got four coaches, um, just to do an assessment for you. So you fill out a little health history form, and then you you submit it 24 hours before we meet, and then we go through that with you, find and identify you know what's going on in your life, where you want to go, and kind of help you get a plan. And then at the end of that, if you want to continue with our coaching program, that's great. If not, you've got a nice free 30-minute session with somebody that's already transformed themselves in a big way. And they can help at least get you in the general direction um, so you can start moving in the right way for yourself. So we'd be happy to do that. That's great stuff. And,
0: and none of these things obviously happen overnight. I, I had We had spoken off air, and I'd seen some messages between you and Pat. I mean, somebody you had been working with seemed to get a little frustrated. And you're, I think, in the process of reaching – out to this person again, I, I kind of kind of speak to that, because I'm sure he's probably or if she I pr- is probably not the only one who expresses a measure of frustration. A lot of times people, you know, I look back at like the biggest loser. I really dug that show because you'd see somebody, they were just like, wow, five, 600 pounds, and then you see them at the end, they're just like jacked. And, of course, that's kind of a different regiment, but some people get so far behind the eight ball, they just don't think it's possible. So kind of speak to fighting me, through the frustration.
1: Well, me... Yeah, Jeff, and what, I, what I'd like to do with – as far as the the messages between Tim and I, and that individual, of course, we won't mention their name. Um, but I'll give some background before Tim goes further with it. Um, this this person, uh, one of the one of the probably most most amazing people I've ever met in my life. I mean, this guy's I've met probably three people in my life that I felt they're definitely connected to a higher power. Like they they literally it's it's just some sort of aura around them you know what i mean so mm-hmm. uh, but anyway this this person had served in the military and stumbled upon a guy who had tried to commit suicide by jumping in front of a train uh the train cut the person's legs off and so this person that i know basically took his shirt off took the person's shirt off used sticks put tourniquets on the legs held the femoral arteries with their fingers until help could get there and the ambulance got there and, and saved this person's life. But in the meantime, that person bled all over him, and, and they got hepatitis C from it. And this person has been in hospice once, actually got kicked out of hospice because he got better, um, and then has been spiraling out of control health-wise, uh, you know, liver, failure and a lot, of, a lot of stuff going wrong with the body. And I've been pleading with, with this person uh, because I care about him so much, to please, you know, talk to Tim and give this one more shot, and, and try to heal yourself of this hepatitis C, cleanse your body and get this stuff out of there. Especially with the MMS that that Tim has has tapped into also, and Tim can explain more about that. But um, so so they're going to talk again today, and he's, you know, I'm 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 I basically what I had to do was just light a fire under his ass and say, you're not going to die yet. You're going to fight one more time let Tim friggin have a go at you and let's do this thing so Tim you can take it from there.
2: Yeah so I talked to this gentleman um, and of course I wanted to help him um, and again I'm not some you know super expert doctor or anything like that but I had a gentleman come to me that was um, a pretty celebrity type guy well, I'll leave his name nameless but um, he as a, as a singer in a band. And um, he got hepatitis C from 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 drug you know needle use sharing needles and stuff like that. And he came to me and you know he was in kind of sad shape and kind of depressed and and um, I don't think he was quite as bad as this other guy, but but he wasn't doing well. Let's put it to you that way. And back then I said, hey man, just let's do the lifestyle. And he's like, let's do it. So he started doing everything we talked about. He started drinking the water and chewing his food and avoiding liquids with meals and the breath work. And he went plant-based and he started doing sprouts and sprout juices, living foods and the green juices and all this stuff and the probiotics and all these things. And um, he ended up dropping 45, 44 pounds as a, as, as a side effect. Um, he was juicing on the road like like, like he's going to open and before he opened opening act, he's like juicing in the background. He's handing green juices to all these (laughs) other celebrity stars that are singing and stuff. It was pretty funny. Um, I need to hire him as a rep is what I need to do. But, um, he, uh, he ended up, um, all of his numbers, his liver numbers just kept improving, improving, improving. The doctor's like, what are you doing? This is amazing. And he had pretty much licked it because all the symptoms were gone. He was doing really well. And then there's that, that drug that came out for hepatitis C and it's like the only pharmaceutical drug that I know of that actually can cure. I mean, all the other ones don't, but this one actually did. And just to be sure, he went ahead, it was very expensive, but he did that. And he has like zero hepatitis now, which is really cool. But um, that's that's what happened to him. So with this other gentleman, I'm like, well, I know we can do this same stuff. And then there's other things now that I've learned over the last seven years by working with other people and doctors. And it's not like I can't pick up the phone. I have. Contacts with doctors that are in the natural health field that have been helping heal people for 30, 40, some of them 50 years. And they have little tactics and herbs and different things you can do. Like Pat mentioned, uh, the chlorine uh, MMS or chlorine dioxide. You know, you go online and look it up, and everybody thinks it's a, an industrial bleach that's going to kill you. But that's the mask that's put out there um, to scare people away from something that works really well that's very inexpensive. You know, it's just like, if you eat 17 grams of table salt, you're going to freaking die. But does that mean that we should ban table salt because, and, um, and, and come in and arrest mothers that are leaving table salt out on the kitchen table because it could kill their two-year-old? No. So why, why do we do this thing with the chlorine dioxide? Because it freaking works and it works well. We have 60% of our, com- our municipalities already use it to purify our water and if you just concentrate it a little bit more. It goes into the body and it works as a beautiful oxidizer and it kills all harmful organisms, right? Viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, and parasites—all these things we were talking about. And um, from what I learned, it also is a very good protocol for hepatitis C. So that would be something. What we would do is we would layer in the lifestyle, we would cleanse this guy, layer in all the foods and everything, and do some MMS and maybe some other things too. Maybe we would be doing some um, some CBDs to reduce inflammation. Maybe we would be doing. Um, Some silver. um, I don't know. So we'd have to put a plan together and then it's up to him to start implementing this stuff But you can't push a rope, right? It has they have to be willing to do this stuff. And um, but I'd love to help the guy I'd love to have him transform and be another another shining testimony of what's possible for a human being when they when they completely take charge of their life and they have um, somebody helping them that's um, giving a more of a natural cleansing plan rather than some type of a, a chemical deal.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's very fascinating, and I'll be anxious to hear hear how that turns out. Um, like I said, it, it could be a great another notch in your belt. You know, to, take take Well, I, to, I don't I, even care I, I, about
2: a notch in my belt. You know, testimony to your, to your stuff is want what to I help mean. Help this guy if he wants to help himself. And and here's the thing, Jeffrey, is like when you're when you're dealing with people, I've been dealing with people with catastrophic disease now for seven years in my life, hundreds of them, and they don't all make it. They don't, and a lot of them. Do a little bit, but then they, you know, they kind of fade. I've actually seen people. One of the most heart-wrenching things is to watch somebody take a stage four diagnosis, completely transform themselves, and then slip off the wagon because of family pressure just to eat. I, I don't want to make my food and then have to make their food. And the the situation I'm talking about was a lady that had um, lymphoma. And I, you know, I, I'm. Sometimes I still get upset about it, but I have to let it go because she she was on the road to wellness. She had healed herself. I mean, she was supposed to die, and um, she she was she was walking with a cane, and, and then she had all of her health and vitality back. And then she went, and um, she's like, "Well, I just." She called me up, and she's like, "Yeah, the cancer's back," and I was like, "What?" I was like, "You were doing so good." She's like, "Well, I did change my lifestyle. You know, I got tired of making the raw vegan foods, so I." I kind of went back and I just started eating the cooked foods because I was doing so well. And then it kind of came back. But to see what happens is is when it comes back the second time, it comes back like a vengeance. And then you got to work like a – and she just didn't want to do it anymore. And then she, she passed away. So mm. it's it's a mixed bag. I mean sometimes these people go they go get blasted with chemo and radiation. And then maybe it's just too late. But I know in my heart from what I've seen and what I believe and what we're from freaking nature that the best thing we can do is love ourselves enough to change, surround ourselves with people that love us laugh a lot clean our body out put nature into our body move the body sweat and love your just love yourself love yourself love yourself and be around loving people and these are the best things that we can do if we want to heal and get out in nature you know and be around the sunshine best thing you can do the sun's our number one immune builder and get your bare feet on the ground and take that energy up from the earth and charge yourselves and you know this is not woo-woo stuff this is major things that work that help people heal and um people just don't know about it. We're just so detached from nature and reality. We're, we're clueless today. And I think a lot of it's by design. Yeah. And you, know, you guys talk about all that stuff on the geopolitical stuff, but a lot of things that are happening to us from people above that have a lot of money that could give a crap about the human, uh, uh, and, and about um, families and about, you know, American values are really, um, we're, we're corrupted and polluted at this point. So we have to take charge of our own life and, and break through this, um, uh, this veil they've gotten over
1: us.
0: Yeah, and it, uh, right, and I'm,
1: I've always, I've, I've always um, been a good visualizer, right? I've always, you know, I think it came from probably from sports, from wrestling, from football. I always visualized um, before matches, things like that. And then as a professional athlete, visualizing the worst case scenario in a fight, the best case scenario, um, doing things perfectly, things falling apart and surviving and coming back. And I do that with life too. And I've, I've visualized many times, a diagnosis of cancer and what I would do and, and preparing myself because, you know, the numbers of people getting cancer is staggering, it's like one or two in four. Um, I what, what is the number now? One third of the people? Well, what
2: I know America? is that 57% of people alive today will contract cancer and, you know, by the year 2050… That's growing. That number
1: is growing, right?
2: If we stay on current trends by the year 2000, you know, it, it varies because things are accelerating, but. 2040, 2050, 68 to 72% of people roughly will have cancer. And at that point, when right. you think about it, I've talked about this before, it will be as common as catching a cold. So you have to ask yourself, have you ever caught a cold? Then then you should be very concerned. There's a check body light going off <laughs> right now in your life and you better get your shit together and figure this stuff out. Otherwise, you're going to be a statistic and then you're going to go into that medical model and you're going to spend a lot of money And you might mortgage your house, and you might leave your spouse with nothing because 68, I think it's 60, yeah, 62 percent of bankruptcies in our country are related to medical bills.
1: You know, right, right. In control, 3.3 trillion dollars annually. It's yeah, it's the old, uh, it's the old, pay me now or pay me later.
2: Yeah, and this is like one of the most, uh, like. There's a lot of CEOs out there. Most undervalued thing is health with our with our top executives today. They have the worst health of most people.
0: Well, you know, something I find odd in all of this, I think people kind of like – loving yourself, brother, you can't say that enough. People oftentimes have this kind of defeatist attitude, and oftentimes it's fused through, well – I'm just gonna be obese. My family's obese. We just have high blood pressure. We just have diabetes in our family. That's just what's going to happen. And I have found, um, I think, the biology of belief, an excellent book by Dr. Bruce Lipton, where he talks about epigenetics above yes. genetics, where it's it's not just our environment; it's our perception of our environment that really t- turns on these these genes. They just the, the genes in our body are almost like an architect's plans. They just lay there until the architect comes up and messes with it. And that that I think people really because that epigenetics has really changed science over the last maybe 20 30 years where where you you're it's not some this determinist reality where your genes are just going to just shoot you in a certain direction because your family blah 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 blah. it is a choice it is a lifestyle yeah
1: no that's that's great points jeff and it's i i i think it dawned on me when i was probably in high school where you know everybody in a in a family was obese And they'd say, well, it just runs in the family. No, I think it runs in the refrigerator in the pantry in your house. Yeah. Monkey see, monkey monkey do. Yeah. I think people don't have enough knowledge. People don't have enough knowledge about what they're supposed to be eating to begin with to stay healthy. I mean, for God's sakes, look at me. I've I've said it openly many times um, where I thought I knew about nutrition. And I'm learning things every day still about nutrition that I had no clue of. And I was a professional athlete. And I was in elite condition. I mean I was I was in great shape. I could do literally anything I wanted to um, endurance wise, and, but I still wasn't eating correct, and it, it ended up manifesting in all these health issues later on um, in life, even as I was still fighting toward the end of my career, I was suffering from massive health issues and stuff, and didn't even understand it or why it was happening and it's it's crazy, so if you if you consider me as a profi- professional athlete who actually ended up being the best in the world at one time um not knowing what the hell i was doing with nutrition imagine the the vast majority of americans and how bad it is
0: yeah
1: well guys results speak for
2: themselves 70 percent of our children today are overweight obese or morbidly obese and diseases rising in them faster than people 65 and older so again monkey see monkey do i had i was i was driving I went to the grocery store a few weeks ago and I was driving out and I was in front of this other store and then I had to stop because there was a little girl, about 10 years old, skinny, happy, kind of bouncing around. She was in the front and then the next person was her mom, probably about 30, 40 pounds overweight, slightly slumped over, um, not looking that great. And then behind her was the mother who was probably about 50, 60 pounds, really slumped over. you know what I mean? And walking really slow. And I thought, Oh my God, that's the path for that little girl. Because at one time that old lady was the little girl, but she ended up in that situation. And the daughter you could see was right on the same path. And what do you think is going to happen to that? that, What are the chances that girl is going to be in the same boat as mom and
1: grandma? Yeah. Pretty high. Yeah. You painted a great I painted a great picture with that one. Pretty
2: freaking high. My my heart goes out. I'm like, I I go to the grocery store, I literally almost start crying sometimes because behind me in line will be these beautiful, wonderful, godlike little children, and they're sitting climbing around on their mom and their dad or whatever, and they're in the shopping cart there, and they're sitting on a big pile. There's you know, a big gallon of, you know, pus-filled, you know, milk, you know, dairy milk or whatever, and then there's all this crap, and it's like I read labels on everything and I know all the the sugars and the super sugars and the chemicals and all the stuff that's in this stuff. And I'm looking at that and I'm like, that's going to go on their poor little bodies and it's destroying their gut. It's destroying their health and it's making them addicted to these processed foods. And it's just like, it's hard. I've, I've had to let a lot of this go. It's been really hard for me, especially because I see it so clearly for people, right. but most people have not a clue what's going on to them. And they, they don't understand that when they're buying food at the grocery store, that they're literally getting poisoned and there's nobody looking out for them and they're t- it's going right down to their yeah. children and it's gonna keep it's just getting worse. It's getting I'm, worse. I am
0: right. right there with you man. I go to the grocery store and again, I not to I don't mean to be a judgmental prick because I'm, I'm not really judging them, but I see and I observe like you said, you know, vest vest soda, red and blue vest soda and cupcakes and all this shit. And it's just like obviously they're, they're the engine lights on, but they just don't care. There's not that self-love. But another thing, you know, we have this conversation about like healthcare should it be free or blah 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 blah. What we're talking about is healthcare, but it's preventative healthcare. That's where I think it really, really goes down. You don't wait to call in the bomb squad after it's already gone off. You, you know, you try to, like you said, with our choices, hopefully make better health choices. But I, I I'm in the grocery store seeing the same stuff, man. Packed, packed carts just full of garbage. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's the the thing with fighters fighters that would come in and train with me from Europe from. South America, from Brazil, whatever um, their their supermarkets, they, they don't exist, right? They have a they have a uh, a bakery that they go to for their baked goods. They have um, you know the vegetable, fruit, and vegetable produce stand that they go to to buy that stuff. They have a meat market that they go to for for those foods. And I you know I know there's uh, a lot of people out there that you know are, are vegetarians or vegans who don't agree with the meat thing. But you know, at very least, people should be able to understand in the fighters. But my point was the fighters from these places would walk through and go shopping because they'd be staying for two months to train for a fight. And they would walk through the supermarket. They're from another country. And they'd come back to the gym uh, for training at night or whatever and go, your grocery stores are (laughs) disgusting. There's literally (laughs) 10 aisles of garbage. And then on one end is fruits and vegetables. And on the other end is the meats. And that's the only thing we can buy in that place because it's, it's, all disgusting poison. And so Americans don't even know that. That's what they've been ingesting their whole lives. I mean, I was raised on Oscar Mayer hot dogs and bologna. Yep. And, you know, of course, other stuff. But that was that was what was for lunch, you know. And right. And my parents didn't know how poisonous it was
0: yeah you know Alexander Gustafsson who is from Sweden was just on Joe Rogan and said the very thing he's here training he's like dude I've gained like 20 pounds your grocery stores are insane we just don't have this stuff in Sweden I mean that's exactly what he said you're absolutely right man you got people who come from even Europe where a lot of this GMO crap is illegal and they come over here it's like you know look at Japanese women who come over here and get you know increased breast cancer because the diet's so fucked up
1: Messed yeah up. Doctor, and people this is
2: a, this is a really uh, cool American story, guys so doctor, yeah go ahead Dr. Brian Clement, who um, him and his wife Anna Maria, who run the Hippocrates Health Institute, been doing it for 30 years since the 80s. He said, "Well, they've had a lot of people, Olympic level athletes, come to them to, for whatever reason, whether they were ill or they wanted to increase their athletic ability." There was a guy from, I think it was like Ethiopia or something like that. I can't remember. He was like one of the fastest. He was one of the three fastest men in the world but that country he was from didn't have a presence in the olympics so he went to train with the swiss okay and i might not i might not be on perfect point on this story because it's been a long time so he moved to switzerland started training there and then all of a sudden his time started dropping he, and, all, and after a while he was one of the fastest 100 guys in the world not one of the top three and they're like what is going on he's got the perfect training regimen everything's going perfect and he sat there, and he finally figured it out himself. He goes, "Well, the only thing I can think has changed is what I eat." And back in Ethiopia, what he would eat was teff. It's a very small grain that's freaking awesome. And um, over there, imagine what he was having—he's probably having pancakes and butter and syrup. I mean, he's in Switzerland, right? And you know all this crap and eggs. And so he 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 shipped some teff up. He got teff. He started eating teff, and then whoop, right back up to the top three and he ended up winning the gold medal and he actually had he up afterwards he opened up a a health food store I think in uh, Switzerland there for a while and he ran a he ran a health food store but think about that there's an Olympic level athlete at the top of his game he changed his diet to more of that standard American diet and he went from the top three fastest runners down to a hundred very quickly and then switched it and went right back up when he went back to his natural you know foods that were lower in the food chain and what he was used to eating pretty amazing. The
0: cool thing about this.
1: Free, there should be a chemical free body um, um, treatment center and spa
0: one Let's day one day the one the, cool, day the cool thing about this man is it's not a puzzle. this is not some weird crazy thing that uh, you know this is very simple. these are just choices yeah. you make this is I mean literally it's not complicated to just drink more water to just eat more I mean it's none of this is complicated so really ladies and gentlemen I mean again I'm no guru Tims I mean we're just we're just results matter like he says it's all in the choice man it's all in the choice we make very simple yeah. very simple.
2: Yeah, and if people out there are struggling, that's why it's so important to have a coach because you think about it, when um, a black bear or a grizzly bear uh, is born, what does it do? It follows around the mother and it models the mother. If you don't know what to do in your life, like if you're overweight, tired, sick, you got health issues and stuff like that, you need a mama bear. You need somebody to model. You need somebody to hold your hands and get you through it, not forever. But about six months would be a good a good time frame. That's why we do our six month coaching program, and we can help people through that process and get them going in the right direction. And you can make more money after you do this because all of our salespeople that we coach, their their their, their sales goes up because they become more energetic and more attractive. They just attract more success. Everybody does. Relationships improve. Um, your health improves. Your self worth improves. Everything improves when you take care of. Your body, and I always tell people, if you're confused in all aspects of your life, focus on your health. Please, focus on your health and everything else gets better. So I think that's, uh, it's, and it's not that hard, but when you don't know what to do, it is confusing, so a lot of people don't do anything, and they just keep doing the same things over and over. Right.
0: Which can be problematic, as we've heard.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what, well, what um, you know, what we're looking at is, number one, you know, helping a massive amount of Americans. I mean, what's the percentage of Americans that are actually obese right now? 80. What? 80% of Americans. Are overweight, uh, well, obese, or and morbidly I, obese? And, mo- and all of them travel through O'Hare Airport. I can attest to that. <laughs> I've I've sat in that airport and looked at the people walking past me. I've done it on many occasions. Just it It really, truly hits you when you're sitting in an airport especially in the Midwest, and you see so many heavy, obese people walking through the airport to their next flight, and just go, this is this is America. This is what it's become. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
2: Well, guys, can yeah, we, so, I'd like to do this uh, thing on sleep before we run out of time. Go for it, buddy. Cool. Yeah, go ahead. Awesome, awesome. So... Roughly, here's the statistics, guys. And and I, I agree with this because, like, again, coaching over 500 people, I've taken copious notes on them. And I asked, how are you sleeping on a scale of one to ten? Um, do you, when you, how do you sleep? One, you would, you know, um, toss and turn all night long, and you wake up completely exhausted. A ten would be you hit the bed like a rock, you don't move, and you wake up completely refreshed. How many hours do you sleep? So I asked all these questions, well over 500 people, and I found that 60 percent or higher of people are struggling with their sleep. They're struggling, okay? And yes, breathing air is of most importance and drinking the water is of most importance and eating organic foods is most important and you have to move your body and exercise. But sleep is just as important as all of those. And a lot of times it's it's neglected because of the demands of life. Uh, we get distracted, we stay up late flicking around on our, our, our Facebook page or our cell phones or whatever or watching movies and stuff like that you know once or twice so what shoot me but you know it's daily 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 the lack of sleep people are struggling with this and it's a big problem and and in fact Americans in 2015 um, I looked in an article and it showed that Americans we spent an estimated 41 billion dollars on sleep aids remedies and these types of things right so that's a lot of money and that's expected by 2020 to be up over 50 billion dollars. So it's a growing industry wow. because why people are having trouble sleeping and it, it's, it's not good because that's where we restore ourselves. That's where we re- our body repairs. That's how we grow muscle. That's how we burn fat. You know, you want to, you want to, you're having trouble losing weight. You're probably sleeping like crap. It's you can't lose weight that effectively when your sleep's bad. Um, so what are the repercussions for poor sleep? You're going to age faster. You're going to look old and you're wrinkly and you're going to have low energy. Um, you're gonna have brain fog and you're gonna freaking get sick. You're gonna get sick because sleep builds immunity. Sleep builds the immune system. So it's very, very important to get good sleep so that you don't get sick. Right? Because you don't you can't afford to get sick. You have to work, you have to take care right. of your life, kids. Okay, so why can't people sleep? So I just wrote down there's more, but I wrote down about seven reasons why people are having trouble sleeping to maybe hopefully help some folks out there to make some changes in their lifestyle so they can sleep better and be a more productive member of their for themselves their family and society. Okay. So number one is stress. Um stress is huge, it's unavoidable. So there's things you can do to mitigate that, breathing techniques, yoga, um certain things like that and exercise one of the best. Um number two, reason why people can't sleep, we're simply full of toxins. If you have a car and it's completely polluted and corroded and jacked up because it's been run and ran and ran with poor fuel and it's never been tended to it's never been maintenance of course it's not going to run that well and you're also it's not just when you're awake that your body's not going to run well when you're full of toxins and chemicals and heavy metals and all this crap it's also not going to run well when you're sleeping you're not going to be able to get into that deep restorative restful sleep that rapid eye movement so we have to get the toxins out. Number three reason why people can't sleep. We're dehydrated. Okay? Most people are just not, 95% of people are not drinking enough water. Our body's mostly made of water. So drink a lot more water and you'll sleep better. Is,
0: is there uh, an exact amount or is it different? Is it the whole eight, eight ounce glasses? Is that kind of the standard?
2: No, I, I don't like that one because it's it's too complicated. You know, you got to try to remember all that eight, 16, 24, 32. Just, nobody's going to do it. We, what we have people do is focus on half of your body weight in liquid ounces daily. So if you're 200 pounds, that's 100 ounces a day. If you're 100 pounds, 50 ounces a day. Okay. That's just to maintain ideal health. If you live in a very arid climate um, or you speak and talk a lot or you're exercising profusely, uh, then you're going to need a little bit more. Okay. Number four reason why people can't sleep. They're deficient in nutrients. And it's not just the... The nutrients in the soil, we know 85% of that stuff's been farmed out. That's why, you know, we help people replace that with that green 85 product, but it's, it's other nutrients too, like the, the, the bacteria in the gut. Remember we were talking about that gut brain connection and those probiotics and the gut bacteria. Again, the body's a one unit deal and if you're, if you need bacteria in your gut to build your immune system and to be awake and thrive, it's the same thing when you're sleeping. You have to have the good bacteria and you have to have all these nutrients that are missing in our food chain today if you want to sleep well. Number five, stale air, poisoned air, polluted air. A lot of people are sleeping with their windows closed. You're breathing in a lot of dust and mold and um, paint that's off-gassing from from the paint on your walls. Every day it's off-gassing. Um there's in a hot days, the glues that put your particle board together are off gassing, you're breathing that in. It is imperative that you crack your window at night. I don't care if it's a frickin' snowstorm, get fresh air into your body while you're sleeping, and that's gonna I have a lot of people, I'm telling you, they just do this one thing, they crack their window open at night and they start breathing that fresh air and they sleep way better. Some of them are like, oh my god, I haven't slept this well in years. Simply by cracking the window? You know how what's that cost? Nothing. Right. Right? Um, okay, next one: uh, electromagnetic frequencies. Now, most people are probably thinking about like Wi-Fi, smart meters, smartphones, and all these are problems. Um, you have to invest a little bit of money in this to block these things. But another one people aren't thinking about is the light sockets. You know, the plugins. If you have a light socket or a plug-in within three feet of your body, especially your head, where you where you lay down and sleep, you're you're basically enveloping yourself into an electromagnetic or ELF frequency all the time. I've taken one of these little, I don't know, it's it's a little um, measuring device, and you turn it on, and then when you get as you get closer to the electrical socket, it goes (laughs) you know, like that. And three feet away it's still making a buzzing noise. Now think about that. you're laying down in bed trying to get sleep and your head's right there in that that invisible silent cloud and it's sitting there bzzz, zapping you all night, that's gonna Dude, not, I did not know that your sleep, not- but it's gonna screw you up and, and lead to sickness and illness. And we've had a lot of people and now today you can actually buy little things for like fifty dollars and you can plug them in and it blocks that, especially because some people are not gonna move their beds. Okay. I've talked to a lot of a lot of the women are like, I'm not moving my bed. It's freaking perfect. It's designed this way, and it's beautiful. <laughs> so, okay, well, then you got to well, get these
1: little head, plugs well, plus, plus, plus the headboard is smashed into that same spot over and over. <laughs> they don't want to move it. And the <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's on a roll And, and if you're doing all this stuff and being healthy, to be a lot, lot of, humor of that in going there.
2: on, and you'll recover faster from the bruises. All right. <laughs> there
1: you go. Okay,
0: you guys are killing okay, me. Um, today.
2: Number, number seven. Number seven is... Um, Eating late and drinking late. This one is missed out by a lot of folks because there's a lot of people that like I was coaching a guy yesterday and he says, Tim, I I get up. I don't eat a lot of breakfast. Um, I get to work at noon and he gets um, he gets off around eight. But with his job, sometimes it's nine, ten. He comes home, eats a big meal and he passes out. Well, if you eat late, you're not going to sleep very well. You think you're sleeping, but you're not. Okay, so here's how it works. Um, And now we're going to get into the, we'll just get into a little bit of uh, digestion speeds of food. So if you have a fruit or let's actually, let's say a melon. If you eat melons, you can digest a melon in 15 to 30 minutes and the digestion is done. A fruit, 30 minutes to an hour and digestion is done. Uh, Vegetables, about two to two and a half hours of digestion and then it's done. Um, if it's plant-based and it's a heavy, um, protein and fat like nuts and seeds and those things made like hummus, that's going to take three to four hours to digest and then it's done. Now meats and animal products, those can take up to three days to digest. So that's a whole nother ballgame. We'll just focus on the plant-based things. Let's say you go to bed at, Pat, what time do you go to bed?
1: I usually honestly I usually go to bed. It varies. I mean I go to bed sometimes at one o'clock in the morning and get up at four o'clock because I don't know. I just do. Sometimes crazy. I'll go to bed at sometimes, what, sometimes I'll fall asleep at sometimes I'll fall asleep at eight or nine o'clock. So it's been a lot earlier of late, I can tell you okay. that.
2: Okay. So let's just say nine o'clock as an example.
1: So if Pat right.
2: falls asleep at nine o'clock and he knows his bedtime is at nine o'clock, then when should he stop eating? Well, it depends on what you eat. If you had some melon, you could probably eat that at 8.30, and then you'll, you'll sleep. Um, if it was fruit, it would probably be 8 o'clock would be the latest he'd want to eat that fruit. If it was a vegetable, he'd probably want to stop eating that vegetable at around 7 o'clock, maybe 6.30. And if he ate the nuts and seeds, he'd want to stop eating about 3 to 4 hours before that, right? Maybe, maybe 5 o'clock. Because here's the deal. When you put food into your body... Your your body's primary job is digestion. It has to do it. It's not going to say, oh, well, Pat's going to go to bed at 9 o'clock. We'll just leave the food sitting here in the gut at 98.6. And when he wakes up in the morning, we'll start digesting again. That's not going to happen. So the digestion is primary. It's going to take place, period. So what happens is, is let's say Pat has, um, he eats a little, a bowl of hummus and some cucumbers and it's 8.45 and he goes to bed at 9 o'clock. When's he going to actually be able to get into that rapid eye movement, that deep restorative sleep? Now, he might fall asleep, but he's not getting the benefits of sleep until when? Probably three to four hours. So 845 would be nine forty-five, ten forty-five, eleven forty-five. It could be 1145 to 1245 before the digestion process is done, and now your body can switch over and then start
1: slipping into sleep mode. You see the problem there? Mm-hmm. Well, so, Yeah, and for most Americans, that's, you know, a cheeseburger and french fries.
2: Yeah, and it it doesn't even matter, right? So if you're eating an animal-based right. food, you're you're going to be digesting that all night long, and for most folks, and um, you're just not going right. to you're going right. to sleep right. like shit. That's what's is gonna is that the be, same?
0: Right? I mean, I've my, I mean, I have to admit it, man. I, and it just kind of came around the last maybe year, dude. My freaking sweet tooth has come back. So at night, to to fight that, I've been doing my shakes, my uh, an avocado, peanut butter, almond, coconut milk. I mean, obviously, that's still digestion. Do, I mean, is that a bad idea to put some... I don't know. I just want like a, I, well, I, work you doing it? I work late. What time are you doing it? I mean, when I was... I work late, man. So I get off at like 12. I mean, late, generally late. You do it at midnight? I mean, I'll get off work sometimes 11, 12 o'clock at night. So I'll come home and like need to eat something. So yeah.
2: Okay. And then when do you go to bed?
0: Maybe an hour or two later.
2: Yeah, so... With the avocado being a heavier protein fat and the peanut butter and that kind of stuff, you're not gonna be able to get into that deep sleep mode probably until five o'clock in the morning.
0: And I tell you, man, I've I wake up and you I wake don't, up exhausted? Yes. I wake I wake up and I like I wake up maybe like my body wakes up literally like seven thirty seven every morning. I'm up for maybe like an hour feeling fine, but then I'm just like, Fuck man, I just I'll just be so tired. So
2: it's gonna have to happen is you're gonna have to plan ahead. And you're gonna have to if you're gonna be in bed by one, then twelve, eleven, ten, nine, nine o'clock. You you have to stop eating at nine, so you're gonna have to eat something between eight and nine o'clock. You're gonna have to figure it out right somehow, or have a shake ready. So if you're busy dealing with people, you can just run in there. You have your shake pre-made, and you slam it, and boop, and then you go. You Would know, that be the same you, with you juice, anything? Home, you can mix up a, uh, a green 85 juice. Right. Shake that, slam it. That'll be done in 20 minutes through, oh. and then you can go to bed. Okay.
0: You, you're, yeah. Okay, cool. Which I need to- a- regulate
2: your blood sugar, and that'll help you.
0: Cool. That's good to know. Thank you.
2: The other thing, guys, is drinking late. So it's the same thing. Like um, The Indians used this a long time ago because they didn't have alarm clocks. So during wartime, if they knew they were going to war, they would drink a, just tons and tons of water the night before because they'd have to pee, and that would wake them up early, right? <laughs> so that, that was their alarm clock. So if you drink a lot of water, then you're you're going to have to pee, right? So what we what we what we learned at the institute, if I remember right, was you should stop drinking water, preferably two hours before you go to sleep, um, and hours pretty good but i mean optimal who does that all the time so um but you know so water is another thing too because that can get you up a lot of people have to get up at night and pee right so it could be you're just drinking too much water too late you know maybe a little bit of water before you give it but just be careful with that so guys those are seven I, I could go on for more and stuff like that there, there's a lot more we could get into your you know your types of beds and your pillows and you know and having this husband that's over there snoring his ass off you know and stuff like that but there's, those are some things that hopefully you can, those listening can take this and, go, and make some like, oh man, yeah, I, I have that. And now I can, I can switch. I can do this or I can change. I can, I can crack my window at night. I'm really going to focus on drinking more water. Um, I'm going to try to get these toxins out of my body. And um, try to work on my stress load.
0: Well, I mean, this is why we keep having you on, bud. So I mean, obviously, as as more information comes, I mean, because this is for people who are really kind of behind the eight ball. This can be a little overwhelming, like all the different things to check. But I mean, that's why we love, obviously, having you on, so you can kind of help people with the process, because obviously, this is a process.
2: Well, yeah, it's and you don't have to do it all at once because you'll fail. There's no way. I mean. I still have things that I've known about for years that I know I need to do, and I haven't even got around to implementing them yet. Right. So, little baby steps. That's all that matters is to go forward. Um, you know, I use I use a little tactic from Mel Robbins, which is um, five, four, three, two, one, go. Anytime I think about doing something, I don't. You have five seconds before that self talk will talk you out of it, just mm-hmm. like when you wake up in the morning instead of hitting the alarm clock. If oh yeah, maybe I should sleep in. I went to bed a little bit late last night. Maybe I should do this. And um, you fall back to sleep, right? And then your days behind and you're struggling and blah blah blah. Right. Rather than just you your alarm goes off, you hit five, four, three, two, one, you do that backwards countdown, and you, you just launch yourself out of bed and you go. You start making any decision you have to make—that's a tactic that we teach in our coaching program. That's uh, it's so powerful. I use it all
1: the time. It just—it. I like that. Yep. Yeah, I do yeah.
0: too. I dig that because you're right, man. That that voice will that voice will get you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Wrong. I need to do that now with uh, when I think about going for a run. Pat, I'm telling you, this this shit works.
2: It works amazing. In fact, you can listen to her audio book when you're running. It's um, Mel Robbins, uh, five the five second rule listen to her audiobook. She's awesome. I freaking love that lady. She just, yeah, I'll download, I'll just, download that for when I'm, when I'm working awesome. out. She is freaking awesome. I love it.
0: Well, Pat, do you have any uh, closing comment statement for our good buddy, Tim James CEO, of the chemical free no, body?
1: I, no, I'm good. I mean, we, we uh, have, have filled our heads and hopefully our listeners heads with a lot of good stuff, a lot of good information. And you know, that's in bits and pieces people ingest it and, Hopefully, it's changing some lives. We've we've got, you know, I've gotten numerous messages from people who have thanked me um, for for steering them towards chemicalfreebody.com and the products. Uh, people who've literally changed their health and their life with it. So that's that's a good thing. And this is, you know, this is not uh, God. You know, it's just you, know, you feel so bad for people and uh, the people that that just won't do it or don't, you know, don't want to try. And so I just urge, I implore people to to, um, you know, get up, Don't get a gym membership, man. Start working out, start, start eating right, you know, eat better. You know, don't, don't, don't eat processed foods, you know, just give it a shot, just give it a shot.
0: Well, and, and don't, you know, and let food be I'm, thy medicine, not in you know, medicine be thy food. Don't be so quick to, to go to the doctor for, to get, you know, whatever pill that's, that's ailing you because like we just talked about That's it.
1: the thing. And, and I've got to add this. I've got to add this before we get off, you know, because I sit on uh, a board, a panel of people in the Quad Cities, and I got lucky to even be asked to be on this because I'm not a professional uh, medical person. I'm not a natural healing expert. I'm, I'm none of the above. Um, but it's it's the opioid and heroin crisis in this country, and, and the opioid crisis, the painkillers, um, is is being created, um, number one, the the joint commission that certifies hospitals and allows them to open and will close them if they do not prescribe enough painkillers to their patients, um, they're, they're the number one culprit, but also, you know, the processed foods that are causing inflammation and all these toxins and stuff. And then people end up at the doctor asking for painkillers and it, it, you know, spirals out of control from there. 65,000 people died last year from opioid and and heroin ODs, overdoses. And, And now they're, they're making knockoff opioids with fentanyl they're putting fentanyl in it they're cutting it and fentanyl is is obviously um, a big time killer it it kills people literally almost on the spot we've seen police officers testing heroin who've accidentally touched it or got a a puff of the dust into their nostrils and they've od'd from the fentanyl and, and and they have to hit them with narcan to bring them back to life and so this this crisis you know, with the painkillers is being caused by a lot of it is being caused by what people are putting in their bodies and the misery that they're in. And then they're going to the doctors and, and depending on pharmaceutical stuff. And it's just, it's,